This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. The last time that you had a performance review, were you asked by the person handling that review to rate your own performance? What's interesting about that question is that men and women, in many cases, rate their performances differently. Not necessarily because of how their performance was, but in part because of their gender. Judd Kessler, from here at the Wharton School, is part of new research that looks at the self-promotion in the gender gap, I should say, in self-promotion. And he joins us right now here in studio. Good to see you again. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So I guess let's start with with the area and the want to, to look at this specific uh, specific dynamic. So what we've seen in the literature on gender and economics is that there are gender gaps in lots of uh, work-related behaviors. So there's research on which tasks people choose. Men often will choose harder tasks than equally capable women. Uh, and entering a competition, men are, are shown to enter competitions more than equally performing women, um, whether they put them their ideas in to sort of um, be the one to say, I, you know, I have an idea for how to solve this, when they claim credit for, for stuff that has happened. There's lots of these uh, gender differences that have been observed. And uh, my co-author and I, this is joint work with Christine Exley at Harvard Business School, uh, we thought, you know, one of the areas that had not been explored, but we think is very important for, for work settings, is just how I describe my work uh, performance or sort of how good I am at my job in uh, either performance reviews uh, or in casual conversations with my colleagues or my uh, superiors. Um, and it's one of these settings where there's not exactly a right answer. It's not like if you ask me, you know, how, how what were your sales this year? I can, you know, I, I might have a sense of that or I might be able to look it up. But, yeah. you know, there's probably a, there's a right answer when, when all is said and done. With self-promotion, this is what we call this behavior uh, of sort of subjectively rating your own performance. There is no right answer. It, you know, I can say even my sales were mediocre last year. I can say, you know, I, I did well in my job last year. I, I was a good salesperson last year. Um, and so it's this area where. If there are gender differences, they, they might be important. They might influence lots of uh, ways that, that people are perceived in the workplace. Um, but it's you know it's not going to be an easy fix. Well, I, I think the dynamic at play also, uh, when reading through the paper and all, is the fact that there are so many people that feel uncomfortable talking about themselves like that in the first place. And it's you know we use the term self promotion because in the literature that's uh, used to describe this uh, you know talking about your ability or your capability or you know how, how well you did. But when we think about self-promotion as a term outside of the academic literature, we often think it has negative connotations. You don't yeah. want to be a self-promoter. You don't want to be you know, bragging about yourself. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, maybe opens up a sort of even wider potential gap between the gender. How often do the people that, that end up being in that situation, whether it is casual conversation or a performance review, how often do they expect to get that type of a question in the first place? So I, I don't know that people necessarily are expecting the question, but I think we, we, uh, it's it's sort of always possible to talk about your work. It's always possible to to say, you know, oh yeah, I really, you know, I crushed it yesterday. Right. Um, and and I think there's this this thing this thing about self promotion, which is. Um, even if you're only asked in a performance review once a year about uh, you know how well you're doing, um, the 
attitudes that you carry around and potentially different attitudes if you're a man or a woman uh, just affect how you interact with your colleagues when you talk about the work that you've done. Uh, you say, you know, oh, I'm a little worried about what I did yesterday versus like, man, I was really I was really good yesterday. Yeah. You know, if, if you have differences in attitudes, those will seep into to any sort of discussion about your work. So how do you think then in the scope of, of the day-to-day work operations, having that mindset or not having that mindset impacts your your success at work, but also how you are viewed by the leadership, by the uh, you know the people that the performance handling the performance review for the company. So I I think it can have a big impact. I mean, so I, I'll I should tell you we should tell you about the work that we actually I should tell you about the work that we actually did um, to get a sense of sort of the underlying mechanisms. But when we think about applying it to settings outside of of the one that we looked at, um, I think it's. It has uh, potential to be pervasive, and I, if you promote yourself more positively, I think it can have you know real benefits for you. And that's what we find in the work that we do, right. uh, where it's a very um, simplified setting. We're trying to shut down lots of the social dyna- dynamics that might be at play in the workplace. And in particular, we want to shut down uh, a channel that people have looked at before, which is backlash in response to self-promotion. So one of the things that had been explored previously is, you know, maybe it's the case that if you say you're too good too often, uh, then right. the people sort of who are observing that, uh, you know, think you're bragging or, or sort of they're, they're going to look less favorably on you if you are promoting yourself too much. And importantly, in that uh prior research, they also found that there's a gender gap or gender difference in in backlash. So women who say that they did very well are going to be, there's going to be more backlash against them relative to an equal equally performing man who, uh, you know, who said they did as well. And, and I guess to a degree that plays into some of the dynamics we've seen, not only in this area, but in other areas in terms of how women and men are are treated in the workplace. That that is a hypothesis that I think there there's more and more support for that the sort of threat of backlash and and you know people being less women being less uh, sort of comfortable stepping up or entering competitions or saying how great they did in their past performance uh, that the reason reasons that they may be hesitant to do that is because of fear this fear of backlash. So importantly in our study we're going to look to see is there. Um, is there evidence of a gender gap in self-promotion, even if we don't allow for any backlash? So this, the research that we do, the study is, uh, subjects are going to answer, they, they get asked to answer 20 questions from the Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. It's, it's a mostly math, science, engineering questions. Okay. There is no gender difference in performance. I actually should say, women do a little bit better than men on, the, on these questions. Mm-hmm. So out of the 20 questions, they both men and women answer between 9 and 10, but, but women answer closer to 10 on average, than, and men answer closer to 9. Then we ask uh, the men and women, um, sort of how well do you think you did? Out, out of these 20 questions, how well did you do? Um, and men think that they answered more questions correctly. They think they answered more than 10, and women think they answered fewer. Uh, they think they answered less, less than, uh, than 10. And so there's already a gender different difference. So we call this a gender difference in confidence because mm-hmm. people have looked at this before. Right. Um, and so that's that's the first we've we replicate this uh, this result, which is also itself quite interesting that uh, that men think they did better than they actually did. Women uh, think they do worse than they actually they actually did. Then we introduce our, our self-promotion uh, questions. So mm-hmm. this is these subjective questions, you know, how well did you do on the test that you just took? Yeah. Um, and we ask it in a few ways. One of the ways is a scale of, of uh, 1 to 100. So rate yourself 1 to 100. We also ask, you know, from poor to excellent, you know, sure. how, how well did you do? The, um, 
what we see is the men out of the, say, 1 to 100 scale, they say, oh, on that test I just took, the average, they say, is 61. And women, on average, say 45. So it's a 15-point difference on this 100-point scale for people who did basically the same. And in fact, if anything, the women did better. <laughs> right. right. Women are saying, you know, I, we, we just we didn't perform as well. Um, what the incentive that we give them for that question, though, is we tell them that, you know, there's a few of these uh, self-promotion questions, is that one of the questions is going to be given to an employer who's going to evaluate it yeah. and decide based on just the answer to that one self-promotion question, will I hire this person and how much to pay them? So it is in, in the interest of the subjects in the study to give higher responses sure. to this question. And we find, of course, that self-promotion pays. When the employers are looking at the, these answers, more positive answers, they, they are more likely to hire the folks and, and pay them more. Everybody knows this going in, and there's the gender difference. Uh, in, you still in, have that in play. Still have that in play. So ne- then we spend a lot of the, the work in the paper trying to understand, okay, what is it? What is going on? Why is there this gender difference? So one thing is... Well, we, we talked about confidence. Maybe if we can eliminate that confidence gap. Maybe if I can tell you know the women, oh, on average you were doing close to ten, and, yeah. and men uh, on average you were doing you know closer to nine. Maybe we can get that to go away. So we we give them that information. We tell them exactly how well they performed, and the gender gap does not change. So even though everybody knows, you know, okay, I got t- I got fifteen questions out of twenty. Uh, we tell them how what percentile they're in. I did better than eighty percent, less than twelve percent. Still, women say they they did worse on the subjective questions. It's an amazing study, and obviously, it has a huge, huge factor moving forward. Great to see you, Judd. Thanks for coming in. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.